and just, you know, exerting that. So, you know, I would say that next step that comes with the breath is movement of some sort. Mm-hmm. You like, yeah. to, maybe you go for a bike ride, whatever that is, but getting the body in tune with both of those things is, again, is a really great first step. And it's always available to you right there, right in front of you. you don't yeah. I, you know, I tell people out of your house, out of your head, and um, it gets you out of your head, your, your head, uh, definitely fitness does, but also, or movement, I would say. Yeah. Um, and, and you don't have to leave your house, of course, especially uh, these days with, with the pandemic, you, you could yeah. do it from home. But I know when I was going through my divorce, one of the things that really gave me so much, and it's exactly what you're talking about now, was um, I found CrossFit. And I don't do a lot of CrossFit today, but it was it was new at the time. And it gave me a structure, it gave me a place to go. And then once I was there, it gave me movement, connection to self, um, and then of course, you know, uh, uh, rewiring myself, challenging myself to move my bodies in, in ways that I, I never have. Um, and then on top of that community, right. So you're not doing stuff alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the same thing, you know, I can relate to my yoga studio. I mean, like I was at my yoga studio three, four times a day. I did my training 200 hours over 10 weeks. I mean, I just immersed myself into this community that, you know, I felt like I belonged and it was going mm-hmm. to transition and I belong there just like everybody else who was there who was just curious enough to really dive deep into that practice and, and test themselves and their bodies and their minds. And, you know, the community you have from these places, you know, a little less so now because of COVID, but you you have those connections for a while and that, and it stays with you. Right. And, and then you could take that with you and then spread it to other folks and just share the good news of like how these tools really work if you apply them. And if you have some accountability to them with some of your, um, your community. Right. So, uh, starting with the breath and then, um, using movement, whether it's yoga or, or surfing or whatever that, that uh, is honest to you. Exactly. And then what about what's next after that? What so, do you think? So the breathing and the movement are the things that sort of help clear the brain. So mm-hmm. you know, we're not solving all, any of those problems. We're just making space. Right, right. Um, deactivating the brain from all of that stuff. Because, you know, stress comes from having too many thoughts. So when we can calm those down with these other tools and mechanism, then we can sort of sit down and sit with ourselves. And one of the things that I did was journaling. And um, the journaling that I did, I mean, there were times where I, I literally, I have like a little encyclopedia of journals from like a couple of years. I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And, and you probably know this, but there are studies in positive psychology where if you write for 12 minutes a day, mm-hmm. um, for like seven, maybe to 14 days straight, um, your brain starts to process some of the things. Even if you aren't even able to go to third, but if you commit to journaling 20 minutes a day, whatever comes to your brain. I mean, there were times yeah. that and looked at my journals like, and literally wrote, I don't know what to write. <laughs> Yeah. So it's more like, uh, it's not thinking about it. It's just uh, free, free flow writing, right? Which is actually really hard because you, you yes. judge yourself if you're writing. Oh yeah. No, I mean, if you just free flow and like, and what would happen is I would say, I don't know what to write. This really sucks. And then by the end, there would be some, you know, in that 20 minutes, some aha moment, but I would literally time it. I would 